Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God has never failed. Guess what? He's not going to start with you. That's so powerful. Oh, God. Hey, 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 hey. We believe that. Shamika, what time can I call you today? If you said it, we can. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Glory to God, Tammy. Okay, good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Man of your words. We have this confidence. This was my God. Thank you, man. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Just tell them thank you this morning. Thank you. I will, Mama Jeanette. I'll call you today too. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, my God, thank you, thank you. Yes, we do, Jackie Briggs. Y'all share the devotional. Y'all put it out there. Y'all put it on your timeline. Put it in somebody else's hand. Let's stir up the atmosphere this morning. Let's be the intercessors we are. My God. If you said it, we believe it. My God. If you said it, we believe it. <laughs> My God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. My God. My God. <laughs> My, My God. My God. Thank you. 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 Thank you, 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 thank you. Mama Janae, that made my whole morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you said it, I got some childlike faith. I got some childlike things going on with God. He is for sure my father, my God. And who you say I am. I'm typing on my own timeline. I'm thanking him this morning for being King of Kings and the Great I Am and the Lord of Lords and the Prince of Peace. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to wake the boys up this morning. I don't even care. My God, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. I declare and decree that this is going to be the best day of your life. My God, just send up a thank you. Thank you this morning. Just bless his name. Begin to thank him, Lord God. My God. 
I see you through child's eyes, Lord God, with the innocence of a child looking at her father. Father, thank you, thank you. All things are possible. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. I trust you. I trust you, Lord. 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 I will not lean into my own understanding. In all my ways, I acknowledge you. I trust you, Father. You are such a good, good Father. You are such a good, good Father. You are so faithful. You are so peaceful. You are so truth. You are such truth. My God. I thank you for how well you love me. I thank you for how well you keep me. I thank you for how well you protect me. I thank you, Father God, how you keep me from danger seen and unseen. I thank you, Father God, that my life is aligning with your perfect will for my life. I thank you for how tender and responsive you are to me. My God. I thank you, Father God, that you are bigger and greater than anything I've ever seen. My God, Abba, I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so much. I love you so, so much. I love you so much, Daddy. I love you so much, Daddy. My God, you are so faithful. You are so faithful. You are so good. You are so, God is so tender and so responsive. My God, I thank you, Father God. 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 My God, you are so amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being tender and responsive. Thank you for you being you. Thank you for being thorough. Thank you for being consistent. Thank you for being complete. My God, if you said it, we believe it. My God, you're a man of your words. My God, my God, all things are possible when we believe. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, Father God, we just receive, my God, my God, we just receive from you today all that we need. We receive our daily portion. We receive our daily bread. We receive you as Father. We receive you as King. Whoa, my God, my God, we thank you, Lord God. We receive the Holy Spirit. We receive you as Lord. We receive you as protector. We receive you as provider. We receive your healing power. We receive health as our healing portion. Father God, we stand for Kirby this morning. We thank you, Lord God, that as she goes into surgery today, Lord God, that you guide the surgeon's hands. My God, that health is her reasonable portion. We cancel every assignment of the enemy off her life. We thank you, Father God, that her body's response time to healing is quickly. My God, we stand with Selena today, Father God. We thank you for her promotion. We thank you, Father God, that you are speaking her name. My God, 
indoors and in rooms in which she is not in. We thank you, Father God, that favor go before her. My God, that favor go before her. We thank you, Father God, that you are confirming every word of your servant. We thank you, Father God, my God, that we are rightly dividing your work. We thank you, Father God, that we stand for justice, that we stand for truth, Father God. Lord God, we ask that you keep us from evil, Father God. Lord God, we ask that you judge our hearts this morning, Father. Show us anything in our hearts that do not align with your perfect will for our lives. We thank you for justice. We thank you for peace. We thank you for grace. We thank you for mercy. My God, we receive all our needs being met today. We thank you for daily bread. My God, we thank you for healing and restoring our families, our relationships. We thank you, Father God, for my God. We receive our purpose. We receive the call you've placed on our lives. We receive you as being Father. We will not quench you again, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for grace. We receive grace today. We receive brand new mercies today. We receive your peace today. We receive your love today, Father God. We thank you for your love today, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that we have favor with you and favor with man. My God. We thank you, Father God, that the power of the Holy Spirit is being evident in our lives today, Lord God. Holy Spirit, go before us on every phone call. Go before us on this devotional. Go before us on every text message. My God. We cancel the assignments of mixed emotions. We will not be motion, emotionally all over the place. We drive out fear. We drive out jealousy. We drive out discord. We drive out strife. My God, in the name of Jesus. My God, if you're married, if you're married, would you just throw your hands up for a second? I want to stand for your marriage today. I want to close the gaps on your marriage today. My God, in the name of Jesus, I cancel every assignment against your marriage. I thank you, Father God, that your love is working in this marriage. I thank you, Lord God, that, they, that your idea of marriage is superimposed over their own. I thank you, Father God, that for hearts that are tender and responsive to you. I thank you, Lord God, that they are in alignment and agreement. I thank you for peaceable wives who know how to submit to their husbands. I thank you for husbands who know how to love my God like Christ loves the church. I thank you, Father God, that, that you are renewing their relationships today. My God, that there's a fervency, a love, an intentionality that's rising up in their marriage today. I thank you, Lord God, he will only be satisfied by his wife's breast, that he will not look to other women. I thank you, Father God, that you are giving him godly friends that honor you, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, she has godly friends that honor you. I thank you, Father God, that no weapon formed against their marriage shall prosper. I thank you, you are healing the broken places in them so that you can heal the broken places in their marriage. I thank you, Father God, that divorce is not an option. Divorce is not on the table. Divorce cannot even be discussed. I thank you, Father God, that there is nothing that will defile the marriage bed, Lord God, that the marriage bed will be sanctified and it will kept 
holy. I thank you, Father God, that their desire is only for each other, Father God. I thank you for grace. I thank you for fresh mercy. I thank you for a fresh wind blowing over their marriage right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, for a fresh wind blowing, my God, over their marriage. Blow in peace like you blew in quail. Yeah. Blow in love like you blew in quail. Blow in joy like you blew, blew in quail. My God, blow it in, blow it in, blow it in, blow it in right now, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, you're transforming their marriages right now in the name of Jesus. My God, blow a fresh wind over their marriage. Blow a fresh wind over their marriage. Restore, Father God, restore the breach. Restore the broken places, my God. I pray, Father God, for the hearts of those of the, us that have been divorced, Lord God. Those of them, us, I've not been divorced, but those that have been divorced, I thank you, Lord God, that you are restoring them. I thank you they find peace and comfort in you. I thank you, Father God, that they find forgiveness in you, Lord God. And I thank you, Father God, that you are restoring them and building them back up so that they can love again. I thank you, Father God, you are removing old thoughts and images of the past and that you're bringing them into a love relationship that pleases and honors, honors you first, Lord God, before anything else. Father God, I lift up my singles to you today, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, that their hope is in you, that they are being restored in you, my God, that they find trust in you, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that if there is anything in their life that has not been pleasing to you, Lord God, that they repent today so that they can be restored to right fellowship with you, Lord God. Let them grow in you, Lord God. Let them fall in love with you, Lord God. Let them receive you, Lord God, as their Lord and as their Savior and the lover of their souls. Teach them, Holy Spirit, how to love God differently so that they could be fulfilled, so that they can feel whole. Saturate them in your presence, Lord God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, do not let them be moved by holidays. Do not let them be moved by holidays. Do not let them return to their idols. Do not, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that they will not be moved. They will not compromise themselves. They will not return to broken relationships. They will not put themselves on display, Father God, just to seek and have attention, Lord God, that they will find you to be the lovers of their soul. Father God, I stand this morning for all of us that are parents, Lord God, that we are learning to parent through you in this season, that we have tender, responsive hearts to our children, that we walk in grace, that we walk in love towards them, that we will not keep any records of wrong, that every day will be a fresh start. Father God, reveal to us the purpose of our children, Father God. Right now, give us a different heart to love them, Lord God. Give us a different heart to love them, to be tender and responsive. Father God, we pray for our our nation today. We thank you, Father God, for a nation that honors you. We repent, Father God, for this nation not honoring you, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that this nation's heart is turning towards yours. We thank you in the Senate, in the White House, in the Supreme Court, Father God. Forgive us for the dishonorable laws that we voted into place that do not um, please you, Lord God. Forgive us 
for being um, not Democrat or Republican, Lord God, but for choosing laws that go against the kingdom, for choosing laws that you don't even agree with, Lord God. Father God, please forgive us, Lord God. My God, set their hearts in motion to please you, Father God. We cover the military today in the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for sound military leadership, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that your glory would be revealed, my God, in our government today. We pray, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus for our teachers, for our education system, for our schools, for the Department of Education, Father God, the state, the national, and also each one in state. We cover the Department of Education right now. We thank you, Lord God, that the leaders will not be given over to a reprobate mind. We thank you, Father God, for teachers and administrations who glorify you, that they will not just be in position and place to get a paycheck, Lord God, that they will be tender and responsive to your heart, Lord God, so that they're able to serve the children, my God, that you sent, Lord God. Give them creative ideas and witty adventures, Lord God. We pray, Father God, for our doctors, for our nurses, for the hospital staff, for medical staff, Lord God. We know that this season has been hard on them, Lord God. So we ask, Lord God, that you pour your spirit out upon them right now. I thank you for supernatural strength. I thank you for grace. I thank you for eyes to see. And I thank you, Father God, for hearts that are tender, responsive, responsive to serve you. Father God, I stand for the governor of my state today, Father God, Asa Hutchinson, Father God, and for my mayor of the city of Little Rock, Mayor Frank Scott, I covered them in the blood of Jesus. I thank you, Father God, that they will not be given over to a reprobate mind. I thank you, Father God, that they have the heart to serve their people. I thank you, Lord God, that they will be um, anomalies. They will stand out. They will be outliers, that they will do what's best for our state and our city according to your perfect will, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, that we not judge them with man eyes. I thank you, Father God, that we are way more compassion. Give us a heart of compassion. Let us be able to begin to see people through your eyes. Let us not be critical. Let us not be judgmental. Let us not defame character, Lord God. Lord God, let us not celebrate the things that you do not celebrate. My God, let us no longer tolerate injustice. Let us no longer intolerate racism. Let us no longer intolerate hate. Let us not be confused. Let us learn what community is. We drive out any doctrines, my God, that have been brought into the church. I cover our pastors, our evangelists, our teachers, our prophets, our apostles, those that you have called into the ministry today. I thank you, Father God, that their ministry will not be compromised. Give them doves eyes. Give them feet that are like hinds feet, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, that you are opening the eyes of their understanding to the hope of who you called them to be in Christ Jesus. And I thank you we stand bold as intercessors at the gate. My God, taking territory. So we plead the blood of Jesus over this day. We plead the blood of Jesus over Facebook. We plead the blood of Jesus over YouTube. We plead the blood of Jesus over Instagram. We plead the blood of Jesus over every phone call, every conversation. We thank you, Father God, for finances that glorify and honor you, Lord God. My God, show us where to spend. Show us where to sow, Lord God. We dedicate and set aside our money to you today. 
Father, please forgive us if we have not been good stewards, my God, to that which you have called us to be good stewards, Lord God. We thank you, Father God, that we will honor you in our time. We will not be wasteful in our time. We drive out lust. We drive out sexual immorality. We drive out temptation. We drive out idols right now in the name of Jesus. And Satan, the Lord rebuke you. You have no authority over our house. You have no authority over our minds. You have no authority over our jobs. You have no authority over us. You are trampled. You are under our feet. You have already been bruised for Jesus was already wounded for our transgressions, chastised for our peace. He took on our iniquities. We thank you, Father God. Health is our reasonable portion. We thank you we are entering in our most wealthy place. We thank you, Father God, that we learn to trust you. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. My God, we cast off deaf and mute ears. We thank you, Father God, that our ears are open to you, that we are being led and we can hear you say this way and that way. We thank you, Father God, that you go before us and that you are our rear guard. We thank you, Father God, that you are our rear guard. We thank you, Father God, that you are our rear guard. We thank you, Father God, that you are our rear guard. My God, that we don't have to worry about what's behind us because you have our back. We drive out all manner of anxiety right now in the name of Jesus. We close this chapter on being anxious. We will no longer be anxious, Father God. We will trust you. We will handle every circumstance and every situation in prayer and supplication, knowing you are God, knowing you are God, knowing you are God, knowing you are God, my God, knowing you are God. Knowing you are God, knowing you are God, knowing you are God, knowing you are God, in Jesus' name, amen. My God, thank you, 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 thank you. My God, sometimes the spirit of the intercessor just falls right on me. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to pray a little bit. And then he just said, no, we're going to pray this way. Um, I want you to be secure in your armor today. I was listening to a message the other day by Pastor Silas Vincent Johnson Jr., um, Pastor V., and he was talking about how there was no back armor and how we were never meant to be back there, right? We were never we were never meant to be back there. We were never to fight behind. So if God has our rear guard, if God is our rear guard, if everything in the armor was set in front of us, then we are to be looking forward always. Come on now. We are to be looking forward always. We are to be forward. We are not supposed to be looking back. We are not supposed to be behind us. We are not, we are not, we are, we are, that's not where we're supposed to be. We're always supposed to be in a place of forward, forward go. We are always supposed to be on the move. We are always supposed to be looking forward and standing forward, putting our full armor on, um, the back ain't covered because God got our back, right? Well, when I trust you and I lean not into my own understanding, I don't want to let my coffee go mug go today. When I trust you, oh, for y'all, fueled by Jesus, coffee and Jesus, I don't want to let my coffee mug today. Yeah, that's good, Jen. We're not supposed to be in a retreat, we're supposed to be standing still, planted, planted in the word, planted in his truth. 
believing him for all things, leaving everything before him on the altar. Make sure you tagging your people. Make sure you tagging your prayer partner. Remember, we said we weren't leaving anybody in this season. Make sure your people let lay uh make sure um your people are on the devotion of this morning. My God, I thank you, Lord God, as we intercede and stand for our loved ones that are lost. I thank you, Father God, that they are coming, Lord God, that they are running to kingdom and that they re we receive them back, that we will not answer a lot of questions. I thank you, Father God, the lost are returning to the church. The lost are returning to this devotional. I thank you, Father God, that they are drawn to the water to drink in Jesus name. Amen. Hey, you guys make sure as we begin to see the loss return to the church, right? As we begin to see the loss return to the church, that you are in the position and place to receive them. We will not judge those that are lost. We will not. Don't, don't spend so much time trying to ask them questions about where they've been and trying to correct their sin and do all that other stuff. Can't afford to do that in this season. That's not what we're going to be doing in this season. So please make sure without a doubt when the lost start returning because they're coming. They're going to come by the droves. They're going to be coming hot. They're going to be coming on fire. When the lost get here, stop. When the lost get here, then I'm go I, I need, we need to be able to see them. We need to be able to love them. We need to be tender and we are, need to be responsive. So even when your sons and daughters start drawing close to you, don't be Bible beating them up. Just love on them. Spend time experiencing them in love. So I got a little bit of word for us today. We went into intercession today. I'm going to give you some scripture to stand on today. We're still in this path of where we are in learning how to be more intimate in our relationship with God. Ladies, if you are not in the group um, for ladies Bible study, if you've never been in our ladies Bible study group, I would um, encourage you to join today. We're getting ready to go into um, 41 days of prayer. Um, I don't know why I keep saying 41. I think it's supposed to be 40, but maybe we go in in 41 days. I'm going to drop information today on what we're going to be doing. Um, most of you who are in that group um, um, know what God is doing for us in the season. He's trying to build intimacy between us as a sisterhood. And he's also trying to build us to a place of a more disciplined life as intercessors for our home and also in prayer. Um, so please get um in that group if you're not connected to the group now i will tell you it is a very radical group this isn't a regular normal bible study group we are a sisterhood we are a family so if you want to join that group send us an email info at justbeinglmj.com or you can search for the group coffee and conversations ladies bible study there is something divine going on in that group so make sure you connect to us there um, for my singles, now we are approaching Valentine's Day and I need to say this to you. You are not going to return to any idols this weekend. And what I mean by that is for some reason when the holiday comes, my single folks <laughs> tend to, and I know this because of how I used to act. <laughs> of how I used to act. I know how I used to act. And for some reason... You might not have even ever even liked holidays. You might not have even ever liked Valentine's Day. But just because love is in the air, just because all these great things are going around, right? Oh, Michelle and Tina, that would be really good. Y'all would be good. Michelle and Tina, I'm sorry. Um, 
that would be good. I just saw that divine connection. Um, so it is very easy to revert back to our idols. It is very easy to revert back to what we are comfortable. It is very easy to be in a direction. Kim, if Netflix is going to invoke any feelings, I don't want you Netflixing and chilling. I don't want you Netflixing and chilling. I don't, I'm just being honest. These are some instructions for the Lord to help you heal. Don't go watch a thousand love stories unless you're in a position to receive that. Don't go back making phone calls. Don't be scrolling through your phone. Don't be putting no extra sexy pictures out to see whose attention you can get. You need to spend time healing. Holidays trigger stuff. And not just single folks. Um, holidays also trigger stuff and marry people who are like in bad positions. Like holidays do really weird things. Like really weird things. I'm just trying to help you so that you don't fall back into a pattern or a place or go back to um I'll go back to idols. So watch uh just be very watchful. Be very watchful of what you watch. Be very watchful of what you're listening to because the enemy knows whether or not you're healed or not, right? So gird yourself with truth. Gird yourself with truth. Gird yourself. Be mindful of the phone calls. Be mindful of the conversations. Be mindful of the place, places that you're being led to. Um, be mindful of the things that you're doing. Be very mindful because it's so easy to return to your idols. With that being said, Fill yourself up with godly things, not world, worldly things. When you feel the pressure um, to return to that was, you don't substitute that by just being busy. You have to substitute that with the word of God, right? You got to substitute that with the word of God. Um, this, is, this is because what we'll tend to do is, Oh, I'm going to do all these things, you know, and we're not healed yet. I'm going to do all these things for myself. Um, and really, I'm trying to prove something, right? I'm still trying to prove something. No, you need to position yourself in the word of God. If holidays are still tender for you, put, position yourself in the word of God. Let God love on you. Receive the love of God. You might not need to be on social media this weekend. You might not need to be watching a whole different things. I'm just trying to help you be set free and delivered this weekend so you can feel good um, about yourself on the opposite end of the hallways. Holidays always trigger things. So hopefully that helps you. Let me give you, oh, okay. Let me, let me give you a few things. Um, and don't even play so much up into the holiday because that's a trigger, right? And I don't even think we need we necessarily recognize that you should be loving and you should be loving and uh, on yourself daily. You should not be reduced to um, you should not be reduced to a holiday when you love yourself. You should be loving on yourself daily. It should be a daily self-love. And how we love on ourselves is by receiving the love of the Father. So no substitutes for the love of the Father. I feel that pressed up in my spirit. Strong for my singles. Strong for my singles. Strong for y'all this weekend. Do not fall into the bait. Do not fall into the trap. I, I don't care how much they say they love God. Don't be in no alone spaces. 
Don't, mm -mm, don't do it. Don't fall into nothing. Focus your eyes and your attention on him so that you can get strong and strengthened and get past the thing that the enemy loves to bring in holidays. So we've been in this journey. I want to give you all a little bit more word. I thank you for your intimacy this father. This morning, Lord God, I thank you for how intentional you are with us, that you just talk to us about everything so that we can be fortified in truth, so we can be fortified in truth, so we can be fortified in truth, and that there is no love, no love that separates us from you. So, whew, let's back it up. Let's back up some. So, we've been in this, we've, we started this new thing. We're learning um, how to be... Um, uh, how to be intimate with God. We're learning how to grow in our relationship with God and God is bringing us into an intimate place. And we started in this discussion with the Israelites and Moses and we were at the position in the place where they have been delivered. They have been brought out of Egypt and they are in a position and a place where, and let me say this too, your children cannot be your boyfriends and your girlfriends. That's weird stuff. I'm just, I need to say this. I just need to say this and you can't date God like God can romanticize you. God is your father. God can love you, but your children cannot. Oh, I'm just going to date my kids over the holiday. Don't be. That's the weird stuff that the enemy tries to um, pull us into. You cannot date your children. Your children cannot be your Jesus is not your boyfriend. Those are the weird things that we do sometimes that shake our foundation. So can't date your children. Can't come back and say, oh, I'm just going to date my kids. Don't do that. We're not going to. That's the weird stuff. You can love on your kids, but your kids don't feel spots for the men that you're and the women that you're believing God for. I'm just being real because we have to watch that. We do weird stuff and we don't even realize it's weird. Um, and it's not intentional. It's just the stuff that happens. So I want to say that I'm, I'm just feeling that like, I'm just feeling that I'm feeling to, to share that with you guys. So, so we've been in Exodus and we've seen, and we're at this place where the children of Israel, um, have upset God. And the reason that God is upset with them is because, um, they have gone right back into, they have gone right back into idols. They got delivered and they are right back into their idols. They are right back in their idols. They're right back in the position and the place of that which they've delivered from. We have fortified ourselves to understand and to know that for without a doubt, like without a doubt, they do not know God's ways. They're familiar with his acts, but they do not know God's ways. And as we are in this position and place that they do not know God's ways, we are seeing God be upset with them. We have seen God tell, he told Moses, I'm going to read that part. He says, he tells Moses, he said, look, <laughs> look, they made the golden cow. He said to them, he said, I've seen this people and behold, they are stiff necked. They are stubborn. They are rebellious. They are people. Now, therefore, let me alone and do not interfere. That's what he's telling Moses. Let, let, let me alone and do not let them interfere so that my anger may burn against them and I may destroy them and I will make you out of your nations, a great nations. So um, this morning I was um, I want to break this down and give you a little bit more of this as we're building this, because people often ask, are the Ten Commandments 
important to us today was what God saying to them relevant to our life, right? I want to give you this scripture um, when Jesus started talking and he was saying to them, he says, this is Matthew, the fifth, the, the five, fifth, fifth chapter and the 17th verse. And it's so important for us to understand how much idols have interfered with our walk, with our closeness with God, how important the kingdom operates upon lines and precepts and not rules, but um, um, there's just godly order, there's kingdom order set in place, right? So in the fifth chapter, you, we see the Beatitudes. Um, we see Jesus talking about disciples in the world, right? And then this is what he says. He says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt has lost its taste, this, taste, this is the, the 13th verse. How can I may be made salty? It is no longer good for anything but to be thrown out and walked on by people. The walks way are wet and silly. You are the light of Christ to the world, a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. Nor does anyone light a lamp, put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine before men in such way that they may see your good deeds. Well, idols dull our good deeds. Come on now. Idols, idols dull our good deeds. I'm just going to be real. Whatever has our attention, whatever has our affection, whatever we set our affection on, it's going to dull our good deeds. Let me give you an example. Um, say um, you say sanctify feel whatever it is, and um, whatever has my attention. If Facebook has become an idol, right? It will dull my good deeds. It will show. It will, my post will show my lack of discipline. My post will show. Um, not because I'm just posting scripture, even the amount of time and attention that I thank you, Holy Spirit, that I give to Facebook because Facebook or social media has become my idol will begin to dull my good deeds. It will begin to dull my light um, by simple little things happening. Perhaps I post a post and no one likes it. Perhaps I post something and no one shares it. Like it's just so many different things about an idol that does our good deeds. So we, so we, we operate in a moral, a more moral, excellent standard. Come on now. We operate in a more moral, excellent standard and how we operate in this more moral, excellent standard is through Jesus Christ, right? So we don't want anything in our life that would interfere or dull our lights or anything that's going to interfere with our good deeds or anything that's going to interfere with our moral excellence. There's a moral excellence that we're supposed to live according to. Now, this is what I love. He says, do not think I came to do away with or undo the law of Moses or the writing of the prophets. I did not come to destroy it, but I came to fulfill it, right? I did not come. So Jesus is saying, I didn't come away. I didn't come to do away with the law. I came to fulfill the law. So how does he fulfill the law? He fulfills the law by going to the cross, by his resurrection power, and then us by being led 
by the Holy Spirit. That's what he says. He says, I didn't come to fulfill. I didn't come to abolish the law. I came to fulfill the law. When the Holy Spirit is working in you, when the life of the Spirit is working in you, 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 you will honor the things of God almost naturally. Why? Because you're tr being transformed. Come on, Holy Spirit, into the image of Christ. You're being transformed into his ways. You're, he's lining. Your life is beginning to line up precept upon precept. So when the 10 commandments were given to us, they were given to us as a governance structure, right? I need to bring you back to this. They were given so that it helps you understand. These are not rules that these are not rules. Let me follow the rules. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. These are just the laws for kingdom. <laughs> remember again, remember again that our idols um, our lust of the flesh will dull us. The lust of the flesh will compete with us. The lust of the flesh will pull us into things. So at the point that we see Moses that has been gone away and the children of Israel are saying he's been gone too long and they're getting right pulled back, back down to their, their idols is because there's no foundation in them. Come on now. There's no foundation. There's no expectation of what God requires of them. It's not rooted out in them. Although God had been speaking to them, although Moses had been telling them this deep, y'all, there's no root of the word in them. Because if there was root of the word, if God was rooted in them, if they were following God, they would not have returned back to their idols. We would not see them in this position in place. So when people ask all the time, I'm going to give you this and then we're going to get out here. Are the Ten Commandments repeated in the New Testament? Nine of the Ten Commandments that are found in Exodus are in the New Testament. Nine of the Ten Commandments are in the New Testament numerous times in so many ways. So many ways. So this governance structure that was given to us is a biblical foundation of how we are to conduct ourselves. So let's go over there for just a second. Exodus 21 and 17. And this is God speaking. And the God spoke all these things saying, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Come on now. Right? Now, when the where we are, they've already been introduced to the commandments. They've already been introduced They've already been introduced to the things of God. We already see them in a position and a place where God has already spoke this to them. But because Moses, who they trusted more than God, had disappeared on them, who was in his face with God, they, they, they reverted right back to their old ways. So it says, and God spoke all these words. It says, I'm the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery. <laughs> Woo! You have, shall have no other gods. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make of yourself a carved image or any likeness or anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is in the water under the earth. You shall not bow down to them or serve them. <sighs> For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third 
and fourth generation. That's how I know we bring generational curses into our family. Iniquity can go on to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me, but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and can keep my commandments. Who love me and keep my commandments. You shall not take the Lord God in vain. For the Lord will not hold him guiltless, guiltless who takes his name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day. Remember the Sabbath day. Re re remember the Sabbath day. No, Nisi, not none of the Ten Commandments. Nine of the Ten Commandments are found in the New Testament. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to your Lord, your God. On it, you shall not do any work, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, or your livestock, or the sojourner who is within your gates. For in six days, the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and rested on the seventh day. Therefore, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Oh, oh, oh. So you got to get some rest. Psalms 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. If I cannot rest, there's probably an idol. There's probably a God. There's probably something else that has my attentions, if I cannot rest, if I cannot take a day off, if I cannot chill out, if I cannot rest, then something else probably has, has is an idol. Something else probably has my attention. If I can't pull away, if I can't go into the secret place, come on now, come on now, if I can't take time off, if I'm afraid what people going to think and say, if I can't pull away, there's probably something else that has my attention. Then the next part says, honor your father and your mother. And we see that again in Ephesians, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And honor, honoring our parents isn't just as a child, honoring our parents is lifetime. Come on now. Then it says, you shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant or his female servant or his ox or his donkey or anything that is your neighbor's. You have to be careful of things that lead you to covet. You have to be careful of things that lead you to aspire to other things. So when we go back to Matthew 5 and 17, because this is how we apply this to our life. This is, this is what Jesus is saying to us. I didn't come to abolish or do away with that law. What I came to do was fulfill the law. Me being in you, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. 
Me being in you, John 10, 10, only the thief comes to steal and come to destroy. I came so you can have life and life more abundantly. Me being in you solidifies this. Me being in you, right? Go over to Galatians 5 and 22. I'm just going to give you a little bit more of this. Go over there. Me, you living, me being in you, the Holy Spirit being in you, you learning to live life by the Spirit will fulfill this. Will fulfill this. You learning to live life by the Spirit will fulfill. You won't want to. You won't want to return to idols. You won't want to do anything outside of God's will in your life. Why? Because the Jesus in me won't allow me to. Come on, y'all. The Jesus in me won't allow me to return to a place of idol. The Jesus in me will not allow me to worship other gods. You can find that 1 Corinthians 8 and 6, 1 Timothy 2 and 5. The Jesus in me is not going to allow me to make idols, 1 John 5 and 21. The Jesus in me is not going to allow me to use misname, misuse the name of the Lord, 1 Timothy 6 and 11. The Jesus in me is going to remind me to keep the Sabbath and keep it holy, Colossians 2 and 16, uh, Hebrews 4, 1 and 11, that talks to us about entering the rest of God. The Jesus in me is not going to allow me to kill nobody. Romans 13, 9, 1 Peter 4 and 15. The Jesus in me not going to allow me to commit adultery. 1 Corinthians 6, 9 and 10. The Jesus in me not going to allow me to steal. Ephesians 4 and 28. The Jesus in me not going to allow me to give over to false testimony. Revelations 21 and 8. The Jesus in me is not going to allow me to covet, right? But the Jesus got to get down on the inside of me. <laughs> the Jesus got to get down on the inside of me. And how does the Jesus get down on the inside of me? He gets down on the inside of me through the word of God. <laughs> he gets down on the inside of me through intimacy, through the Holy Spirit. I know this is deep. I know it's some depth to this, but if we're going to pull if we if we're going to pull away from our idols, if we're going to pull away from anything that's distracting us, anything that's keeping us from being in such an intimate relationship with God, then we got to go back and deal with those things that are distracting us. Then we got to go back and deal with those things that has our attention. We got to go back and recognize, come on now, recognize and we got to begin to go back and recognize those things. We got to begin to understand those things. We got to begin to see those things. We got to go back to the place, right? Because we don't want to be like the children of Israel. We don't want to fall back into those things. We don't want to fall back into those vices. We don't want to fall back into those places. We want the Lord God to judge our heart and show us. Because if Jesus is alive in us, then we don't want to murder. We don't want to commit adultery. We don't want to steal. We want to honor our mother and father. We don't want to covet. We don't want to make idols. We don't want to misuse the name of the Lord. Why? Because he didn't come to abolish the law. As a matter of fact, he came to fulfill the law. Come on now. He came to fulfill the law. He came to establish what was already written. He came to establish what was already written. So how do I get led into this place? One, I accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Second, I receive the Holy Spirit and allow him to be all the things he needs to be in my 
Like, that's it. That is so good. <laughs> that is so good. Yeah, y'all, that's good. Y'all said, Lord, help me keep my foundation firm. That, that there cannot be any cracks in your foundation. You cannot whittle your way around the word. We like to argue so many things in the word when some stuff is just facts. Facts, facts. Yes, Carlotta, the Holy Spirit will convict you so you won't want to sin against God. Come on, y'all. My God, the Holy Spirit will convict you so you won't want to sin against God. The Holy Spirit will reveal to you the things in you that do not align with God. So Jesus didn't come to abolish the law. Don't Jesus didn't Jesus didn't come Jesus didn't come to abolish the law. As a matter of fact, he came to fulfill the law. He came, he came to fulfill the, fulfill the law. The Ten Commandments help us to recognize any of our imperfections. The Ten Commandments summarize our moral content of who God is. That's what the Ten Commandments do. They're a check system for us to say this is immoral. This is not like God. This is not of God. That's what they do. These are not God-like, right? They are eternal. They are timeless. They are universal. They are applicable and they are immutable. So we have to be careful because new age stuff will tell us, oh, you don't have to live under the law. Those things don't matter. But the conviction of the Holy Spirit will lead you to a place that said, absolutely not. These things do matter. These, these things are binding. These things are important to us. These things matter. They may not have the authority because Jesus has the final authority. We're free from bondage. We're free from sin. But because we're free from bondage and we're free from sin, we can live out the Ten Commandments. With no problem. Let me give you this last scripture. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second in it shall love your neighbor as yourself. These two commandments depend the whole law and all of the prophets. All of the law and all of the prophets follow on the two commandments to love. But when I love God with all my heart, I don't want to do anything else. That's it. I love y'all. When I love God with all my heart, I don't want to do anything else. I don't want to sin against him. If he's saying idols are important, then I need to deal with whatever the idol is in my life because I love God that much. That's my responsibility in the relationship. That's it. I love y'all. We will have if today, if devotional, our noonday devotional, 30 minutes. Um, that's in our special group, Coffee and Conversations Daily Devotional. I love y'all so much. We'll be back here in the morning. Yeah, we all should be typing that. Thank you for that, y'all. Lord, help us to keep our foundation firm. Holy Spirit, show us the cracks in our foundation. So, and give us the strength to still seal them up and to walk away from things that do not honor you. In Jesus' name, amen. I plead the blood of Jesus over you. Let me speak the priestly blessing over you. If you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, this is your time and your hour. Don't miss this. Just repeat after me. Dear Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm a sinner. I've sinned against you. I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. And I promise to love you best 
I can do that. Second thing, if the Lord places in your heart to partner with this ministry, go do it. Go over to the website, click the donate button and give there. My God, cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. My God, let this word do a greater work inside of you. Chew on this this weekend. Don't run away from this. Don't let when we start talking about sin and commandments, don't let it afray you. There is no fear. The perfect love cast out all fear. So when I love the Lord and he brings things to me like this, I don't run away from him. I understand he's helping me to seal my foundation. He's helping me to grow in grace and to grow in things of God. Let me speak the priestly blessing over you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. I love you so much more than anything. God loves you so much. Do me a favor. That's a good, a firm foundation, a firm foundation, a firm foundation. Holy Spirit, seal the cracks so that we can live according to a firm foundation. In Jesus' name, amen. See y'all Monday morning, 5 a.m. Bring somebody in. Share the devotional. Love, peace, and blessing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for a firm foundation, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.